What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Welcome back. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice little, nice little, uh, I don't know, it, it, vacation, I guess, but it's not really a vacation. That's what it kind of felt like because I'm so used to us being here every day, you know? Yeah, it was nice having a couple of days, to be fair. You know, people have been telling me mm-hmm. for quite some time. They're like, you, you guys need to, you guys need to take a step back. You need to, uh, you need to take a weekend to just reevaluate and recharge yourselves. And you know, I, I wanted to, but I didn't want to at the same time because as soon as we went off on Friday, what happened? Trump got diagnosed with COVID. Yeah, and then of course, as it went on, I'm sitting here reading all this stuff, and I'm like, can't talk about this until Monday. <laughs> so yeah, it's like yeah, you know, it, you know it's it sucks. So um, yeah, uh, that happened. Uh, we'll talk about that later on this afternoon, uh, amongst a few other things. And we've even got some audio from your favorite governor. Yeah, we've we got some audio. And you know, one thing that's one thing I wanted to talk about, which I mean, we don't have to talk about it on you know the afternoon. We can talk about it this morning. Did you see the cringeworthy? press conference of Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, the um, like superhero-esque. It was like the Corona yeah. killer or something. She yeah. shows, I, I kid you not, she shows, she's so pathetic. She's out there, She's she shows up at this press conference, dressed up as a superhero with a bottle of Clorox wipes, right? Or I don't even think it was an actual bottle, was it? Because they're backward. It was a, it was a picture of the bottle. And she shows up oh, she like flexing. One. Did she have one? She had one on her side, like on like a utility belt, if you will. Oh, for dangling God's off sake. on the side. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, that's even worse. But I, I thought, okay, this is like some kind of a photo op or something. No, she actually did a press conference while in the superhero costume. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. I've never seen. Of course, it was. I think it was about as. I think it was about as uh, as crazy as that. Uh, what was it? She did like the the little hop along Howie thing. She was doing like the contact tracer, but like the cowboy showed up. Do you remember that? She was wearing like the big 10 gallon hat. Yeah. What, what, what do they call that guy? The, I, I had heard recently that the, the horse, the COVID the cowboy, rides. the COVID cowboy. Yeah. That's what well, it was. he, he was known as something else before all this, but, um, Anyway, I I heard something like the horse had been injured or something like that, um, but is expected to recover. I don't I don't know what the whole deal was there, but probably got stabbed by BLM out in the street, (laughs) (laughs) right? Probably told off the wrong person. Hit in the face with a brick by Antifa. All right, this morning a little bit of stuff on tech. Right, Apple. Everybody's looking how to reinvent the wheel now, right? Because like we've we've done everything with the smartphone. You've taken the smartphone about as far as it can go. Samsung's actually to the point now where they're developing. Is it a fold up? Like there's a folding screen now. Like that's that's the new. Yeah. One. So there. Yeah. The the folding screen tech has been around for a while. I've seen them like you, you could take like the screen if it's just the screen. You could take it and like wrap it around your finger. Like the thing is really flexible. Um, yeah. But that's actually it, the problem that isn't. Yeah, the, the the thing that's not flexible, obviously, is the circuit board. That's that's where um, things are problematic, if you will. Though they've made some strides in that area and are, are making circuit boards that are more flexible. Like I said, they're trying to reinvent the wheel. Everything with smartphone technology and and all that stuff now has been about bigger batteries, better cameras, 
And then, of course, it was like phones were getting smaller. You notice that uh, like uh, about 20 years ago, phones were getting smaller. And then now all of a sudden, like they're big. And, you, you know, we got like these big six and a half inch screens now. And it's like all kinds of crazy. Yeah. But yeah. they're doing all this other stuff like, oh, we got to put a fingerprint reader on there. Right. For your convenience. We've got to put that on there. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, we don't want that on the back of the phone anymore. Now it's in the screen. And then face unlocks and all this stuff. So they're trying to reinvent things. They're, they're trying to th- think of ways to come up with, um, you know, catchy new things that will get you on board. Nothing is going to replace the boom of the initial wave of smart technology. Nothing's going to replace that. And companies are trying to do this and they're just they're not successful with it for the most part. I've Well, I, I've seen some prototypes with the flexible screen thing. Um, they were looking at doing fe- uh, flexible screens along with flexible um, uh, solar panels, essentially, that help keep the battery charged. And these solar panels were specifically aligned, the, the words escaping me, uh, um, calibrated. The, the solar, panels, solar panels were calibrated in, in, in a way that uh, it would generate energy based on like uh, light that's being reflected off of like windows or, you know, it's, it didn't require direct sunlight to be like 80, 90% efficient. Um, so, I mean, it's not 100% efficient, mind you, but of the efficiency of a solar panel, 80 or 90% of that efficiency, right? And that, that could increase the life of your your electronics. Honestly, I think if they would go down that road and, and you know, delve into ideas like the, the phone would, um, the, the concept was it was like a wristwatch. Like you could take the entirety of your phone and it would bend around and you could wear it like a like a watch or wristband or, you know, an armband or what what have you. And instead of having it like in your pocket. So the thing was completely flexible and it would retain its shape uh, somewhat. And yet the screen was still the high definition screen that we're used to. Well, they're kind of starting to go that way with things like, you know, Apple Watch and all that stuff. But I mean, really, I mean, what, see, the, the Apple Watch, though, that become or a smartwatch in general, that becomes an extension of what you already have. Yeah. I mean, that's my biggest gripe with that piece of technology is that it's an extension of what you already have. I don't want that. I want that thing to be completely and utterly independent of everything. If the smartwatch was a smartwatch, if it was completely independent and didn't have all the um, the selling features, as in like the, um, you know, the heart monitor and all that stuff, the sleep monitor and all that, you know, the walking. And if it didn't have all that stuff, I'd probably own one. I, I would. I'd probably own one. But if it didn't have all this low jack garbage in it, but a way to reinvent Companies are now experimenting with, I mean, we talked about the heads up technology and contact lenses, right? I mean, that's there. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the early prototype stages, early alpha stages, but it's it nonetheless, the, the precedent's being set for that. Optical implants, if Musk can do what he's doing, I'm sure will follow. And then Apple has now got the uh, the Apple glasses, you know, the app, Apple glasses or whatever they are. Uh, so that, but they only work with obviously their devices, which, okay, that's a start. That's a start. Google never really got that far with their, their devices, right? Google Glass never really took off. Yeah, it was, uh, my understanding with Google Glass is the, the development software and the toolkits that they provided, um, were subpar and it was difficult to make things for that product. So it didn't take off. So really they shot themselves in the foot in, in that sense. Well, Apple's tried something new now, and it's possible. I could see this one actually catching on with with smartphone technology. I could see this catching on because I'll be honest with you. 
I, I've dropped my phone a couple of times this week, and one of them was actually a two-story drop. But seeing as how I always invest in OtterBoxes, which I think this is a must-have if you have a smartphone or any phone for that matter, if you can get an OtterBox, get one. Uh, I've dropped mine a couple of times this week, and I thought for sure when that thing smacked the floor or the concrete, that's it. It's done. Uh, th- I thought the screen was going to break, but it didn't. And I was extremely fortunate. But Apple seems to want to try this new concept, uh, and that is a self-healing screen. So if you break it or if you scratch it, the screen itself will heal. So no more broken screens. Imagine that. Imagine that. A patent application filed by Apple Incorporated suggests that the tech company is developing a product, possibly a phone, that could automatically heal any scratches or breaks in the screen. The patent seeks to establish a legal claim to a design in which a device's display cover layer includes a layer with self-healing properties. This would get around the uh, the touch aspect you're talking about, I think. The layer of self-healing material may be formed across the entire display cover cover layer or may be formed only in the flexible region of the display cover layer. The flexible region of the device would be one in which a hinge allows the device to be flexed about a bend axis, suggesting the tech company is possibly developing a folding smartphone, which, like I said, Samsung has just decided to do that, which we heard something about the folding smartphone quite some time ago. And Samsung actually experimented with one, the Samsung Edge, if you remember that, had the kind of like the little wraparound screen on the sides. Yeah. Uh, The patent was filed in January and published by the U.S. Patent Office and Trademark Office uh, earlier this week. So that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be happening very soon. They filed for a patent. They, they've they've secured a patent on it. So that means that they'll probably be looking maybe three to five years out, I would guess. That, that's, that's my assumption. I would say that they're probably already experimenting with it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have filed the patent. So it's going to be a while before they bring that one to market, I would assume. I would assume. But yeah, the I've seen military using this technology before. Yes, the, yes, I've heard of this. It, it's a basically to give it to give the listener a quick summary of it. Um, the material, the the self healing properties really is you send an electrical current through it and it basically restructures the material, if you will. So it, it moves material around to those areas that that have a broken surface. Um, it's just it's basically like moving electrons around. You know, like electricity does, it moves the material around, the atoms around, and restructures it. I don't know the the entire details on how it works. Otherwise, you know, I'd probably be a millionaire if I knew how it functioned. But nonetheless, um, that that's kind of the the gist of how it works. I see this actually becoming like a, a sellable product. I, I do. I see. I see a demand for this. I, I really do. Because if you look around, I mean. How, how careless are people when it comes to electronics? They just beat them up and they tear them up and they don't care because they're getting an upgrade in two years anyway, right? If you have one that'll heal itself, if you have one that will take care of the screens, you know, that like the, if it if it breaks, if you break the screen, which I mean, if you can get a uh, if you can get a screen repaired now, what does it cost you? It costs you hundreds of dollars to get a screen repaired. But if you could spend a little more and you could actually get a feature of the phone that would heal the screen itself would uh, gloss over any scratches you might have put on it with, say, like your keys or something, which uh, Corning uh, Corning Gorilla Glass is designed to resist that anyway. Yeah. Honestly, uh, if it if it if it turns out to be that it won't fix like a a break to like if you dropped your phone and it actually cracks, let's say it doesn't actually fix that, but it'll fix just little nicks and scratches and those kind of things. I'd be happy with just having, you know, the nicks and scratches because, you know, there there are some nicks that are more or less inevitable, you know, that that happened, just minor accidents that hit the screen that because 
personally, I don't like screen covers. It reduces the re resolution of your screen. It also makes it a little bit more difficult for touch sensitivity to, to function, right? So on top of that, if you're using any programs on your phone that generates heat, having the, the, the cover over the glass, that that's the glass functions as a heat sink. So if you're if you're covering that up, you know, it, it retains heat more and could overheat your phone quicker. So personally, I don't use them. So, I, you know, I have like one or two little bitty nicks on there. Uh, but other than that, you know, mine still has the factory screen cover on it. I didn't ask for it. I mean, it's not it wasn't one of those where you could like peel it off. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Like that has like a little tab on it. Wasn't that. But uh, it's actually on there. And I thought I thought, OK, well, I ordered some screen covers for mine. I ordered the uh, the privacy glass ones, you know, the um, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm talking about. Uh, I ordered some of those. And then I went to try and I was going to put it on and I thought, wait a minute, there's a screen cover already on this thing. And yeah, so I've never taken it off uh, and it works just fine. Of course, I mean, you can't even tell. You can't tell like there's no I didn't even realize it was on there for probably four to six months, somewhere along in there. So, I mean, and the company put it on there. So why not just keep it, I suppose? It kind of seems counterintuitive, though, because uh, they want you to replace your phone regularly because, you know, they, they, uh, w w what's the, the, the new idea of consumers, uh, consumer electronics, they, they design it to, to fail within a few years so that you, um, not, you just want to have a new product. You have to get a new product if you want to continue using uh, like a smartphone or what, what have you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I definitely see a, uh, I definitely see a market for this. So if they can, yeah. uh, if they can get that one, if if they can get that one figured out, I can see a market for that. Of course, it won't be too long now before, of course, Samsung will just happen to roll theirs out right around the same time. Usually, that's that's usually what. The, and then all of a sudden, um, what's the other one? Uh, Sony will do it, and then all, of course, all these other smartphone manufacturers they'll they'll start doing it as well. <laughs> Sometimes what ends up happening too, uh, when you come to Sony and Apple, Sony had already quietly done a patent on this technology and hadn't announced it, and then Apple comes on, along and announces it, and Sony's like, "Yeah, we've already had that for like a couple of years." And then Apple sues them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's funny because I mean that, that's what I said. Like they, like Samsung, they turn around and they patented that the the HUD technology in contact lenses, and now all of a sudden you've got companies that are coming out putting the HUD thing in glasses, like Apple. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh well, we're mm -hmm. not doing contact lenses. I mean, getting that in contact lenses that could be a challenge. I mean, that's that's going to be a challenge. They they can't quite get over the fact that you have miniature screens that are attached to your eye. They haven't quite figured out how to get around that yet. Uh, that seems to be the biggest issue at the moment. Uh, anyway, moving right along. You go to movie theaters? No. No? No. It's been a couple of Re years. But you know Regal Cinemas, yeah? Uh, yeah, well, sure, for the sake of argument. They're they're like the big chain uh, cinema company that's in like all the shopping malls and things like that. You know, okay. they're, like they're the ones that okay. run the big theaters. So you have like AMC mm -hmm. theaters, and then, of course, you've got you know, Regal Cinemas is another one. Well, Regal Cinemas is talking about suspending operations at all U.S. locations. So all Regal Cinemas. You know, I've been, I've been going to Regal Cinemas for years when I used to go to movies back in the day, and they're talking about shutting down completely. That's the second largest cinema company in the U.S. They're talking about shutting down because of all this all this stuff. Uh, and it's gonna, they're talking about doing it indefinitely. Uh, they reopened in August, but uh, Cineworld Group, they say that uh, Regal Cinema's uh, potential decision to suspend operations at its more than 500 locations follows a cascade of postponements for big budget Hollywood films. See, this is the other problem. Cinema companies, when they decide that they're going to start reopening their theaters because of all this corona nonsense, when they decide they're going to start reopening, well, if, if there are no new films being made, well, then there's no point, right? Yeah, no what's the issue? To. Yeah, there's no reason yeah. to. Hollywood is actually, I mean, hell, I, I was telling somebody today, California's still locked down for the most part. Like, they haven't reopened. 
I don't think filming. I mean, I don't know where GP's at, but I. Well, yeah, maybe we lost him. But <laughs> he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be back this week. But I don't think they've been filming largely. I mean, the 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 movies that are being made, the people are having to go to other states to film them. They're having to go to other countries even to film them. So they're not even being made. Uh, and if you don't have anything that's being made, if you don't have any films that are being made, well, then the places that play them. I mean, if there's nothing to go in there, it's like a storefront. If you don't have any product to put on the shelves, then the store is going to go out of business. That's the way that it works. So you, you create the product and then you have to have distribution. The distribution in this case are the theaters. So they need a product yeah. to put in there. If they don't have it, then, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. Same thing. This is why I say Broadway is going to go because Broadway's not going to reopen. They're not going to reopen. Not with this, not with these uh, these little uh, despots in it that are in power in these cities and these states. They're not going to they're not going to reopen. Well, the thing is, too, the talking about movies aren't opening. Uh, I was reading here earlier that the new Bond movie, it's been postponed till next year, like April or something like that of next year. So if they continue down this covid nonsense. Yeah, I think theaters are going to hurt. We may see the end of theaters, except for maybe like, you know, there may be one or two in major cities just as kind of like a, um, uh, you know, like drive in theaters. Right. It's just kind of a like a novelty thing. You know, because it, it may become it may turn into home releases and you just pay 20, 30 bucks to watch it at home as many as many times as you can within the 24 hour period or whatever. And uh, honestly, if you're if you're a family, that's pretty good. Right. I mean, you can go and watch that movie multiple times. If it's a movie that, for example, if you have kids or something and you like the movie, I personally, though, at home watching is, is better, in my opinion. And I'm of the opinion to watch it's it at cheaper. home anyway, because. A lot cheaper. Yeah, in the long run, it's cheaper. Uh, but I'm well, no, I, like long run new- about it. It costs if you, if you and another person, let's Bruce, let's say you and I want to go see a movie, right? Let, let's say we want to go watch like I, I don't know, uh, like let's say there's a new uh, well, hell, James Bond movie. Okay, let's say hey, Bruce, you want you want to go catch a movie tonight? The two of us, right? If I say yeah, I'm buying the two of us. If we go to a movie, that's going to cost me a hundred bucks. By the time we get the tickets. By the time we get the tickets, by the time we get the snacks and the you know the chips and the drink and the popcorn and all that crap, right? By the, and the and the sour patch kids, you know all that stuff. By the time we and, and those little Nestle cookie dough bites, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those, those things. Mm-hmm. By the yeah, time yeah. And, and some Starburst. By the time we get all these things, right, that we need, right, to watch a movie. Notice I say we need, and of course this is all like yeah, poison yeah. that I wouldn't eat. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> by the time we get all this stuff that we need, there's a hundred bucks right there because I mean you're looking forty dollars for the tickets. And then, of course, the the snacks are double the price of what you pay for the tickets. So, I mean, it's it, it's insane. It's it's insane. I, I don't I don't get these I, big city prices. By the way, it's like twelve you, bucks here for two people. It's like twelve bucks there. <laughs> Those are yeah. not big city prices. Those are not big city prices, uh, Bruce. I came from a small town. The Regal Cinemas where I was at twenty years ago was like $25 for one ticket, right? $25 Jeez, for one ticket. And the crazy, reason they man. charge those is because they can. That, that's why. I mean, yeah. new release, if it was on like release night, 25 bucks. Uh, but if you wait, I remember if you waited, uh, if you waited like, I think it was like, uh, uh, I think it was like two months. If you waited, then the movies would get moved downtown to the town square cinema. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you could go there for like three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you go there for like three dollars, yeah. well, but they would still hose uh, you on snacks. They would still hose you on snacks. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Even even the local ones, uh, like the the one I'm thinking of, they they only have one screen. Uh, so you know, it's whatever movie they're playing that week or or month or what have you. But it was so still you, like five bucks for the Broadway. tickets. You have the Broadway theater, then, isn't that it? You, you just have like the one. Yeah, the one basically, screen. yeah, basically one screen. Yeah, 
But I what mean, it's a like small the, town. Like, what is it like the one small town? Wait, yeah, what are you like a mining town or something? You know, where they they well, had I mean, like one a, one theater screen in town and that was it. <laughs> it, it it's a it used to be a refinery town and it, Fair the enough. refinery shut down, so now it's kind of a, a downhill. Yeah, kind of sucks that that community. Really, it sucks for that community. Seriously, they. There was some other stuff that was um, the Keystone Pipeline that was supposed to, it was supposed to go through there, ended up not going through there. So it really screwed them over. And that was a potential great business. Anyway, all that to say, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. I mean, if you had a family of four, 40 bucks with all the snacks and drinks and everything, 40 bucks, you you, you could have all the snacks, drinks, tickets, everything you're and, and go and watch you. the show. You're a lucky dog. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was a place I, when I was living in Columbus, Ohio, there was this place up there called Movie Tavern. It was just outside of town. It was in another part of town on on the out on the uh, the west end of town. Movie Tavern. You go in there. Right. Uh, this place I loved. Right. I could justify spending that kind of money in this. But well, not not quite 100 bucks, but I, I could justify it because you go in. And it was, you know, you pay the price of the ticket, which was discounted, by the way. So it wouldn't be like a $25 ticket. It would be like, uh, you know, eight to 10 bucks for a ticket for a new movie. But they would make the movie, or excuse me, they would make the money on the food because you go in, you sit down in, in the theater and you flip the little little switch on your table. And a couple of minutes later, a server comes by and gives you a menu and you order dinner. And you sit there and you you get dinner in a movie. You literally get dinner in a movie. But you're paying for the price of the movie with, you know, I mean, you're not buying snacks. You can, you can, but you're getting drinks and dinner and dessert. So what's the point, right? So in that case, I can justify it. I'm actually pulling up to see the local theater here to see what the prices are. I haven't been in so long that I haven't a clue. Well, uh, if it's Regal, if it's AMC, if it's uh, one of these other places, uh, Cinema Hold or uh, Cinemark Holdings, um, th- these places. If it's any, if it's any one of these major chains like that, then they will have the uh, the big price like that. Uh, geez, let's see. This is not intuitive at all. Uh, let's see, adult fourteen bucks, so fifteen bucks for an adult one ticket. That's an IMAX though. That's one of the bigger ones though. Yeah, they're saying here that. Um, with only about two thirds of domestic theaters able to open thanks to varying state and local guidelines, uh-huh. uh huh. And consumers apparently still wary of going to theaters. Well, I don't know what to tell you. The two hundred million movie grossed. Uh, they're talking about uh, some of these these movies that have come out. Uh, I think the biggest one now was Tenet. I think that was one yeah. of the, the, the latest ones. They say that uh, let me see, it was 200 million dollars to make it gross, just forty one point two million uh, in the U.S. and Canada through last weekend. That's it. That's all it's made. Wow. Yeah. That's two countries. terrible. Like they they were boasting about how uh, it was a two hundred million dollar movie, but it made a hundred million dollars on opening weekend. But that was worldwide like that. That was worldwide. It's like you didn't even recoup 50 percent of your production cost worldwide on opening day, opening weekend, which is at the box office. That's terrible. Which that is, is terrible, which is why the James Bond movie is waiting till next year to let all this because they know the the prices are going to be bad which is exactly what you just said uh that performance has led hollywood studios to recoil from releasing costly films for now regal's potential decision closes doors again less than two months after reopening is partially because the theaters in the in major u.s markets like los angeles and new york city have yet to reopen a lot of people don't know new york and california are still locked down they haven't lifted you're not going to believe this, Bruce. We're out of time. We're going to have to go. It's amazing how fast these mornings fly by, especially after we've been off for a couple of days. We are going to have to go. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. And thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.